and they invited them in to join the Fabrangian. And they asked the Rabbich of the Minigis that, as mentioned, that there's a Chalukah Sashas, that the Rebbe requested that Chassidim should give out the Shas, learn through the Shas, each Minion should learn the Shas, the whole of the Shas. So each one learned the Besechte, and the Minig was that on Yudas Kisil, they used to make a Hadron, a Seam on the Shas. So they invited the Rogat in to make the Hadron. I mean, who could be greater than the Rogat And Cholayf, he stood about an hour's time, and he made a whole pulpul a Hadron. It doesn't say Protim what he spoke. Because he said that, but then the Chassidim asked to say something about, you know, about today's day, about Yutus Kislev. So he concluded and he says, this is just a one-liner he said, he said, if not for the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, uh, there wouldn't have been Yiddishkat in Russia. That's one word he said. And that's what he said in relation to this day. That's written in this biography, in relation to the Rogachov Yutus Kislev. Then just another one thing which I saw, there's a sefer called Migdalois that was compiled by a, a bibliographer, a historian who works today in the Hebrew University in the section of the manuscripts. His name is Yehoshua Munshine, very well known today. He's world, world, world renowned. in Hungarian from home, whatever, an Oberland, Unterland, whatever he is, but a Tyreid, So he compiled and he has a section on the Rogachover going there. And he just brings to our attention that in the time of the First World War, war the Rogachov Ragon had to leave Dvinsk, and he, had to, he spent about 10 years in St. Petersburg, in Petersburg, as it's called. And that's where the Chassidei Chabad became very well acquainted with him, because there was a group of Chassidei Chabad living in Petersburg at the time. And also, that's when he also, uh, uh, so to speak, strengthened his connections with the Rebbes, the Rebbe Rashad of Lubavitch, who passed away was in the Stalik in 1920, and uh, also with the previous Rebbe, who was actually lived in St. Petersburg and Petersburg in, from 1924 to 1927. And so the Rogachev Goin was in, in St. Petersburg, lived there for 10 years, and he actually conveys it throughout his in many responsa, where he never clogs and he says, I'm in Golos, I'm here, I don't have my Svorim, etc., etc. But it seems that the Chassidim used to walk by him. So he records different, he interviewed this, Yoshua Munchen interviewed different Chassidim, who actually I knew, for instance, the, the Rav Mabavich, who was the, the Poisek in, in, in the summer 70, going back many years ago, who I learned by when I was in Kyle also, or like going back 25, 30, 40, 30, 35 years ago, whatever, whatever, 25 years ago, let's say 30 years ago. He was the girl, yeah, that's it, whatever. Of Zalman Shimon, he was sat in the Kyle a bit, but he was the Rav. It's a big rov, a Russia, uh, from Russia yet. And uh, he was the Paisik. And he also, he spent time with the Rogachev Ragoin. Then, for instance, uh, and they discussed many different things. And he had recorded the different things. The Rabbi Zalman Shimon used to convey what they remember, what the Rogachev said. Then there's another Yid who was known. His name is Rabbi Avram Drizin. This Drizin, you know, there's a Drizin family today. That's their father, the grandfather. Uh, yeah, it was known as from the city of Avram Mayor, if you know Mendel Kamenetsky, that's his grandfather, or the Drizin family in New York, whatever. So he was also Moshpi and Lubavitch, and also met with the Rogachev. The Icarus, Rav Avram Drizin, conveys that. The, it is, there's many things mentioned there, and then it says that in relation to Yutis Kislev, the, not Yutis Kislev, Dafke, the Rogachev are going, it said as follows. And he had a whole pulpul, he said, also the pulpul is not recorded, but he says that he was sat for about a close to an hour, and was mefalpel, and I said a whole pilpel, that when one sees the, the, the jail where the Alter Rebbe was incarcerated, 
in, in St. Petersburg, which is, is there till today. It was just renovated or whatever, it was changed. But basically he was there. And the miracle was that he was released from prison on Yudhis Kislev. That's why it's the Yom Tov. So the Rogachover had a whole pupil and discussed... The way, that's the way I understand it from what is published there. His pupil was, what is the Nusach Habrocha? The Halacha in Shulchan Aruch is... That the Gemara says, the Mishnah and the Gemara and Bracha says that if you see a mokim shenasa boines, Yisrael, if you see a place, if one meets up with a place where miracles occur to the Am Yisrael, so you have to say, Borach shenasa, nes lavesena ba mokim azeh. You have to make a special Bracha every 30 days if you meet up with it, etc. If you see a place where a miracle occurred to yourself personally, and you meet up with that place, and a miracle occurred to you in that place, you have to make the bracha, if you meet up with a place where a miracle occurred to your father, whatever, now, does the, does the son, or the grandchildren, or the descendants of the poskim discuss, by the father to descendants, etc. And also, descendants are born before the miracle occurred, descendants were born after the miracle occurred, etc. All discussed in Shukhan Aruch, Simarech The same applies for a Rebbe. If you're a Rebbe, you're Rav Muvik, you're learned to all your by him, and a Ness occurred to him, so also, if you meet up with that, in that place where the Ness occurred to the, Re- the Rav, you have to say, Baruch Ness, L'Rabbi B'Mokem but the, the Poskim say, that's definite, that only the student will learn by this Rebbe, but not the sons of the of the of the student, because they have no relationship to that Rav. The Rav is for the one who taught the fellow's the Torah. But when it comes to the father, it's also... Now, it seems the Rokhachevar learned, uh, if I understand that what is published in that Sefer correctly, it seems it was poshed by him that when you see where the Alter Rebbe was in the prison where he was freed from, you definitely have to make a bracha, Baruch Shanasa Nes Bamokim Hazeh. The question was only, do you say Baruch Shanasa Nes Bamokim Bamokemazeh? In other words, our forefather, so to speak. Or do you say, Baruch Hashanah, Nes L'Rebbi, L'Rabboisai, to my Rebbi, Mamokim Hazeh. In other words, the Rebbe being either, so to speak, forefathers, even though they're not actually descendants of uh, uh, blood, etc. Or, 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 but due to the fact that it happened to a Yid who was a leader in Kalal Yisrael, so it's as if it happened to the stomach to, to Am Yisrael or whatever. He's a Nasi, he's a Jewish leader. So it's not just to the father. So it's Lavi Senu, or maybe it's a personal thing to the rabbi. But even rabbi, it's not this, we didn't learn with Alter Rebbe. Maybe he, he believed and understood and analyzed. That's part of the pilpul, maybe. That maybe because we are still learning his Torah, so therefore we can say rabbi Senu. So there was a query, what is the, the text of the Nusach Abrocha? So this is just what is conveyed in relation to this case in the connection of the Rogachov. We're going on. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's good. Now... Uh, there are a fair bit of shiurim there's nothing on Pashas Vayishlach so you have to do some searching investigating to find some in Yonim so uh, actually yeah Baruch Shanas Alines there is a new in this new volume of uh, response of the Rogat Shover Goin which was published actually this year which is a compilation of different responses which the Rogat Shover Goin himself wrote but they were sent to all over the world and it was compiled into one place uh, so uh, there is a response uh, which relates to something in Parshas Vayishlach, and it's very halachic. It's not 
your regular standard amazing in Yonim of the Rogat Shavar going, but it treats a topic and an issue which relates to the parsha. Now in the parsha, there's a very topical topic in the parsha, and that is parsha's by Yishlach, so please excuse me that we're going back. Don't forget this week is parsha's by Yeshev. Nevertheless, we'll just touch on something in parsha's by Yishlach. That is the story with Dina. Okay? And it starts off in your stone edition, page 180. And it goes on until the end of it. Okay, and we know the story. Dina is basically abducted, right, and then raped. Uh, they then enraged her brothers, and especially Shimon and Levi, etc., the father. And they came up with an idea, and that is they'll request, etc., Hamur and Shechem. So Shechem, Hamur the father, and Shechem the one, the rapist. Yeah, they wanted to, Hamur approaches the Yankiv and say they want to, they actually want to marry, you know, let, let Dina marry Shechem. So they, of course, understood that it's impossible and it's not going to be. So they come up with this whole scheme that, you know, the only way we're into marry is only if you people circumcise yourself. And after they're circumcised, they're weak, and they come and they wipe out the Anshe Shechem. The, in conclusion, the father seems to express anger towards them. He's not very happy with it. You disgraced me by the, by the inhabitants, etc. And also in the community, and also in Parshas Vayechi, we see when he speaks about the blessings that Yaakov has to convey to the brothers, to his sons before his passing. He says, He curses their anger, and he basically says, It's all your anger, it's not really with good intent, etc. Now, there are, there's a, a basic, uh, obvious issue which has to be dealt with and treated, and that is treated in the Rishonim, and that is as follows. The question is, we know of the Zion Mitzvahs, the seven Noahite laws, the Zion Mitzvahs B'nai Noach, one of them is murder, right? Shvichus Domim, you're not allowed to murder, right? And if that's the case, Shvichus uh, Domim. What, when it... When it comes to, so definitely the sons of Yankif, 100%, Yankif definitely kept the mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs, Zion mitzvahs, definitely, right? What happens? Shimon Levi, they murder, they wipe out the Anshei Shechem, right? Uh, now, if it was directed only to Shechem, so then we can find possibly some basis for it. Shechem, what Shechem? Shechem is the abductor, and Shechem, Hamur is the son or the father? The son. The son. Hamur, yeah, let me take it a chumish. Yeah, by him is Shechem al Hamur Oviv. Okay. No worries. Not a problem. I know we're holding by Yishlach. In Hungary, it's different. By Yar Oisa Shechem ben Hamur. The truth is, you're right, because if he's a Hamur, so he must have done it. Okay. So Shechem, yeah? Yeah. Is the fellow, yeah, and uh, so then we discussed the whole thing with ham, with Hamur, Hamur, and Eizel, the Iker. So Shechem, all right. So we can find possibly some basis for Shechem. Now let's put it this way: uh, number one, we can say we can argue, and this is already brought by the classical Mefarshim, uh, your original Mefarshim, uh, as we will go on and mention a couple of them. I'm not going to go into all the nitty gritty of it because there's a fear bit dealt with. We're going to just try to zero in and concentrate because we have to finish nine, nine oh five. Is my idea? Okay, uh, good. Shechem, uh, Shechem is abducts her. Number one, Shechem rapes her. Oh, so we can say as follows. Uh, number one, because of the abduction, and that's Gezel. 
one of the Zai Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach, right, is Gezel, not to abduct, not to steal, not to rob, not to write. So due to the fact that Shechem is over on the Isra Gezel, so the halacha is, as Horoson Zuhim Misoson, we know when it comes to punishments of, by the Jewish and the Jewish Vayidin, uh, so then it depends on what, for, for, for Gezel, you're not Chayim Misi, you don't, be, there's no decapitation. Right? You know, there's no, you're not killed, you're not killed for that. Because it's only a love. But then there are other in Yonah which are Chiv Misa, which are Chiv also, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, when it comes to, uh, well, you're not liable for that. But when it comes to the Bnei Noyach, the Halokha is, the Gemara tells us, in conclusion, as Horoson Zuhi Misoson. In other words, this in itself, the Rakotosh Baruch prohibits them to do it and has them, re- and we demands of them to refrain from these prohibitions, this in itself. If they uh, uh, transgress, so that itself brings a blood, they become liable. And the matter, therefore, misasam, and their liability is misa death, and that's decapitation. Okay, that's hariga, that's the, 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 the misa of, uh, of Bnei Noyach. So, shechem, okay, abduction. Uh, also, rape, not so partial. Why? The problem is as follows. The problem is because she. Uh, we know that they're also Arroyos, right? That's one of the Zionists. The problem is she was a Pnuya. She wasn't married. She wasn't an Ashish Ish. And because she's a, a Pnuya, right? She wasn't married. And therefore, even though she's forced to it, but it's not one of the Zionists. So, and it says Mefurush in the Meiri. The Meiri says Mefurush in the Sanhedrin. In Dafnun Zion. That we cannot say that's the reason why Shechem was Chayav Misa because of the sin of, of, of rape. And because they raped this girl because she's not married. And therefore, they weren't liable for that. Uh, he does appreciate to say that the reason is because of Gezel, right? That Shechem is Chayv Misa because of Gezel, which is actually a very clear-cut Rambam. The Rambam says from a Furish in, uh, in, uh, in Hilchus Moloch, in Perik Tes Halacha Yudalit, that the transgression of Shechem was Gezel abduction. Okay. And that's one of the Zionists B'nai Noyach. Gezel is one of the Zionists B'nai Noyach. Okay. So, again, like I say, we can find reasoning why Shechem is Chayv Misa, and as the Ramban, Nachmanides, Ramban in his commentary on the Vaishlach, says very clearly, that's why, so Shechem was deserving of, 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 of Misa, right, of death. But why the rest of the Anshe Shechem? Not in vain, the Ramban therefore says, that's exactly why um, Yaakov Avinu rebukes his sons. That's why Yaakov Avinu says, Achartem Oisi, or there was no validity, there was no basis to do it, right? The Chiv Misa was only for Shechem and not for the Anshe Shechem. Yeah, so I said there are many other Perushim. I'm going to mention a couple, just which is going to get to zero into what we will discuss. Okay, now, so that's what uh, the Rambam wants to say, Al Hapshat. And then he goes on to bring um, the Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchus Melochim comes up with something very novel. Why all the Anshe Shechem, in other words, this, the Rambam definitely learns that uh, Shimon Valevi did not do, did not transgress Shvichus Domi, it's one of the Zamisus Bnei Noach, and he learns that Anshe Shechem, just like Shechem was liable, the Anshe Shechem are also liable. And the Rambam comes up with something novel. What is, what's novel about it? The Rambam says as follows, the Rambam says there is another mitzvah of the Zamisus Bnei Noach, and that is called Dini, Dini, right? To establish... Uh, Laws. 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 Laws.
etc. Judicial process. Judicial process, etc. Now the Rambam tells us as follows. There are two points to dinim. Dinim, he says, number one, to establish the court. Number two, to judge. Okay? So the, and that's all incorporated in the mitzvah of dinim, and that's the definition of dinim. The Mela says the Rambam as follows. The reason why the Anshei Shechem, and that's novel, that's very original in the Rambam, they actually look for a source of the Rambam. In other words, it's not found in the Talmud that that's the reason why Anshei Shechem of Chayav Mise. In other words, generally we find the Rambam Paskins Alochus, tells us Alochus. The Rambam Chu and Hiltus Malochim records what the Zion Mitzvahs are and gives us the definitions. But here the Rambam is novel that is actually telling us Pshat and the Chumish, which is unusual for the Rambam in his code to do that. It's more for the commentaries of the Chumash. Here the Rambam's novel that he gives us Pshat and the Chumash, why Anshi Shechem, substantiating his definition. In other words, due to the fact that Dinin, tell, the definition of Dinin is that we have to establish the courthouses and the judicial system, and to judge, the Mela says the Rambam, due to the fact that Shechem himself transgresses Geza, he abducts uh, Dina, and all of the Anshi Shechem saw, right, and knew of what he did, and they did not protest. Uh, oh, so you said didn't protest. So the Radak says, the, the Radak, Radovid Kimchi says, the reason why they were liable is because they didn't protest. You get it? But that in itself is not good enough. Because where does one find in the halachas of Zion, that if you just don't protest, by Yidin, by Yidin it makes sense. By Yidin the halacha is, if you don't rebuke and you don't protest, so you're part and parcel of it. But by the Bnei Noyach, right, when we're still learning before Matan Torah, just to make up a reason. So the Radak says that's the reason. But we have to substantiate it halachically, right? What, is that sufficient to argue halachically that just because they didn't protest, they should also be liable? They should have tried him. Oh, so that's what two things yeah, said. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The Radak doesn't speak yeah. about trying him. They should have rebuked. Yeah. So rebuke alone is not good enough to make them liable. The Rambam says, and here we come to a Shkul The Teretmimah uses, he brings this Rambam who says that the reason is because they didn't implement the Dinim. So they, the, all of the Anche Shechem transgress, one of the Zion Mitzvahs, just like Shechem does. Shechem transgresses Gezel, and all of the Anche Shechem don't fulfill the Mitzvah of Dinim. To establish the courthouses and judge Shechem. So they're all Chayim Misa. Because it's one of the Zion Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. And one of the Zion Mitzvahs every, every one of the Zion Mitzvahs B'nai Noach had Misa for. Maybe they would have been killed if they protested. Bal, 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 wonderful. All your points are givaldic. Your point is wonderful and your point is just as great. This is what the Rambam says. Hurt, hurt. Now, just a moment with his. Your question the Guru Arya asks, the Maroni Prague says, I don't understand, it's very puzzling what the Rambam says, that the reason why the Anshu Shem should be is because they didn't set up the judicial, the judicial system and judge them, judge Shechem. He says, who are we talking about? We're talking about Shechem, the son of Hamor, who was the Nisi. What does it say in the Pesach? Nisi Haaretz. He was the master. He was the boss in town. He was, I don't know what they call him on these programs, you know, he was the... Dictator. That's it, right? So I'm asking you, right? So they would never dare do a judge, establish courthouses against Hamar and Shechem. It would never work, forget it. So the Gurarie, Marami Prok says, I don't understand. Tamu are very positive what the Rambam says. Okay, that's, he remains with that and goes on. But it's reconciled. The Rambam doesn't become cancelled out just because the Marami Prok queries, right? So we'll leave it to you to 
go further, and we'll, everybody has to do their investigation. And before we deal with it, time doesn't allow to go into that. What you're raising is an interesting point. Possibly you meant it, but even if you didn't, nevertheless you're raising it. And this is as follows. The Mepharshim say, and this is what the Ramban says on the Rambam. The Ramban, Nachmanis says on the Rambam, how can you say that for Dinin, they are liable just like for Geza? Now, you take all the Zion Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach, right? So the six of them are all uh, negatives. Negatives, right? Don't kill, don't rape, etc., etc. According to the Rambam's definition of dinin, what is dinin? Is the positive. You have to establish and judge. Establish the, the judicial system and judge the, 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 the one who's liable, right? So that's the, that's the kum va'aseh. It's not sheva al right? It's not the negative. The Gemara says, says the Ramban, the Gemara says, az horoson zuhimisoson. In other words, this that they are told not to do, not to do the wrong act, that itself, and, he, and if one does, so that makes him liable. But if we talk, the, according to the way the Ramban defines what dinin are, it's not that he's not something you shouldn't be doing, it's something you should be doing, right? So if you don't fulfill the dinin, it's not incorporated, it cannot fit in the, it's set in in the context of Azhoroson, Zuhimisoson. It seems to be a total different category. In other words, it, even if, to say that is the definition of Dinim, not so bad. But to say the reason why Antish Kemba killed for that, that's not good enough. You can't get killed if you don't fulfill a positive mitzvah. And this is a positive mitzvah. So it really makes uh, Dinim unique and different than the rest, which not in vain. According to certain commentaries, mitzvah tzedakah, the giving charity is also one of the Zion mitzvahs, but I know the reason it's not counted in the seven mitzvahs, even though the Gemara says they're obliged in giving charity or making compromises. Also mentioned the Gemara, it's very late. Uh, nevertheless, the Gemara says that uh, the Rishonim say, the Ran says, we don't count it as the Zion mitzvahs because Zion mitzvahs are the makeup of them, is all the negative. Don't do so. Or the no, don't, the, do, do not do, right? And tzedakah giving is the positive, what you're meant to do. So therefore, basically, the, the Rishonim already bring to our attention this problem of the Ramban, the Ramban argues with the Rishon, the Ramban argues against it, and also the Ran in Misich to Sanhedrin and Daphnun Vav also raises this problem with the Ramban. How does it fit in? Why should there be, uh, 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 how can that be the definition of Dinim? In other words, how can Anshish can be Chayiv because of Dinim if that's the definition? Now, the Ramban himself argues and says that's not the definition of Dinim, there's a different definition of Dinim. It's not to establish, uh, incorporated in Dinim, says the Ramban, is uh, the, the dinim the makeup of dinim is is not just establishing judicial system. It is all the do, don't do's. It's all don't fool and don't rip your neighbor off and 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 don't do damage and all the halachas of of which we learn in Hizal Hilchis Nizkei Momin in Baba Kama and Baba Mitzi and Baba Basra, which he is not allowed to do, etc., etc. So all those halachas are all incorporated in the mitzvah of dinim. In other words, dinim means you have to act like a mensch. And all the things which you shouldn't be doing, right? Causing damage, etc., etc., etc. Or not fooling somebody, not stealing from somebody, it's all incorporated in the mitzvah's dinim. So, so uh, and, he, and therefore he says, establishing a judicial system, is, that's the definition of dinim too, but you're not going to be chayv misa for it. Chayv misa you will be if you cause damage to your neighbor, the non-Jew, the ben So he says, if you dafka want to find the reason why the anshe shechem were liable and meant to be killed, right? And that's why Shimon of Levi are doing it. He was happy to say that really there. We can say that's why Yaakov was dissatisfied with what they did. But if you want to find a reason why they're chayiv, he says the reason may be for other sins they've done. 
They've committed other sins on their own. They were already having the Zora. They did their sins. Except there was never an opportunity to get them. So Shem Malayim utilized the opportunity. So they were killed for other sins they've transgressed. It's nothing to do with this case. And the Ran says the same thing in Mesafah Sanhedrin. Okay, ended. Let's go back to this Rambam better. That's what we have to concentrate on. Here we come to a problem. And the problem is, take out a Chumash and you'll see an interesting thing. And that's what we want to treat without really getting involved because there's only 20 minutes left. The, the other portion you say was because of the Vodazor said because what happened was after the Brias, they were Makabal to, to be Jews. Then they went, then they went, they went back and found a Vodashim Levi, found them digging a Vodazor, so then they were absolutely high. This said, so like I say, Mephorshim, yeah. a lot of the yeah. different Mephorshim raised, like you mentioned, the Urachim HaKodesh and other Mephorshim, it's dealt with in length. Yeah. Good, let's just go back to this Rambam <coughs> and the Rambam. And here we go. The Chassam Soifers, etc. Okay. Take a look at the Chumash and you will see what happens. It says in the Chumash as follows. Uh, page 184, it says, It was the Apostle uh, 25, uh, it was the third day, Bnei Yaakov come, and they kill, They kill every male. Right? And then they kill Hamur and Shechem. And they take Dina. Uh, righty? Then it says, Bnei Yaakov bo alachalolim. They took all the booty. And then it says, Chofches. They take all the cattle. Then it says, in Chofches, the army, called Tapom Achelam. I'm sorry, what does he say? Achelam? Rashi? Okay, whatever. The Iker. Right, called Tapom, the kids, that's the shame, and their wives, Shovu. Right? So how is it translated? Chofches, right? All their wealth, all their children and wives, they took captive and they plundered as well as everything in the house. Okay? Ended. So they took captive their wealth, their children and their wives. They killed who? Only the males. And the question is, and the question is, begs to be asked, why did they kill only the males and not the wives? Why they didn't kill the children? Goes as follows. Of course, the Rambam Paskins and Hilchus Malach and Perik Yud Halacha Beis that just like we know by Eden, the Halacha is that only uh, adults are liable, right? And minors are not. So therefore, Mephorshim explain as it's brought in Shadus Yehud Yehuda Yal from the Mari Hasad or Yehuda Hasad. So he says in the Shadus Yehud the other day, I think it's Simon Aleph, Simon Beis. I don't remember what Simon. So he says why. Uh, tapam, why the miners weren't killed was because the Rambam says in Hilchas Bloch and Perikud, Halacha Beis, that miners are not liable. So therefore, whatever sin you'll find for the Anche Shechem, the miners aren't part of it. So therefore, they couldn't be killed. So therefore, they were taken as captives. What's they didn't the have age? to be killed. What's the age from, from two? Wonderful, good question. We know by Eden, the age is 13. And by Goyim, it's a different ballgame. It depends on maturity, etc., etc. It's discussed exactly how we measure it. By uh, by the so by the Bnei We're assuming it's Gezel. What are we talking about now? If it's a Vodazor of Gezel, the miners don't make a difference. Either way, miners yeah. aren't. The Rambam says before, I'll read it for you. It's in Luchas Malach and Perik Yud. Even when it comes to whatever Avera of the Zion Mitzvahs, nevertheless, miners aren't judged. The Rambam says, take a look. Uh, hmm. 
La'olam ein unchin, the Rambam says as follows, a Gentile minor, deaf, mute, or fool is never given punishment for they are not bound by any commandments. Hilchis Malachin, Perik Yud, Halacha Beis. Okay? So the tough out of the picture. What about the wives? Why aren't the wives killed like the males are? That is the issue we will discuss. So the Rogachover going has something in one of his responses, and he mentions something. And basically what is interesting is, he brings this to our attention in, in sequence to a, a Shiloh which was asked, a practical question which was asked by him. The Shiloh was as follows, about women voting. Now you should know why it also rang a bell when I'm reading the Truva is because I recently saw in an article and there's a whole controversy in Eretz Yisrael today about committees who have to appoint judges, right? And the question is, we know very well in Halacha, now we're talking about Yidin, right? By Yidin, a judge can only be a male and not a female, right? As the Ramam says, Mefurish and Ulchus right? At the Hismanus, any appointment, both judges or any type of appointment, right? In other words, leadership of whatever kind, right? Is only by male and not by female. And it be derived from Psukim, etc., etc., Melech, Voloi Malka, etc., or other appointments which are of leadership and the like. Uh, uh, that's by Eden. Uh, the, the, the Rambam, what are we talking about? Okay, so here we, so they can't be judges. The question is, can they be on a committee to choose the judges or vote for the judges? All right? What can be wrong? Nothing. So I think Rav Duchovsky who was one of the big rabbinim they met in Besden, uh, in Yerushalayim, or whatever, Yerushalayim, or Besden, not Besden, or he was, whatever, big London. I'm almost sure he came out recently with a psak that, yeah, that this, this the, the group who was half to, who votes, you know, those, those who were appointed to vote for the Dayonim, the male Dayonim, they may be women. You can have women on that committee to vote for the men, okay, for the Jewish uh, men Dayonim. Uh, I didn't read his response, and he's a London, and I'm sure it's discussed. And I believe I read correctly. That's what he says. And a, that caused a, lot of, caused a lot of controversy. I'm sure not everybody's satisfied with it. That's exactly the Shaila the Rogachover was asked. And in, the Rogachover passed in a certain way. We'll soon discuss it. He passed of course, not. Okay? Not just aren't they allowed to be judges, but they can't even be on the committee to choose the judges, the male judges. And what is interesting in this volume... Uh, there is uh, a curl curler, what do you call that? You know, what a, notice. a uh, pardon? A notice. A notice, like a, the big pla placards, which were published in Eretz Yisroel. It was negated to Yerushalayim at the time, and it caused major controversy. It seems that the Zionist rabbis allowed it, and the, so to speak, the Frum, Chredesh Rabbonim, didn't allow it. That's what I understood from where this, this, uh, this trivia was plucked out from. This responsa in this volume, which is responsa number 114, was taken from a Shailas Yitruvah's Chayi Olam Nota, which is from a Rov in Moscow for many years, in the 20s and in the 30s, and he has a lot of correspondence with the Rogachover going, and that was recently published in the last 10 to 20 years by Mohan Yerushalayim. I have that Shabbos Yitruvah, so there I was able to see a bit of the historical background of what went on, and it seems that there was a question locally in Russia also about having women either vote 
to be appointed for certain leadership roles. Number one. Number two, they should also be on committees to vote for the men on leadership roles or whatever. And the, there is also mentioned that in Yerushalayim, there was a whole controversy between the Zionist rabbis and other Zionist rabbis were for it, that they can be on the committees to choose the, rabbi, the, the, the male Dayanim. And the Haredish rabbis were against the Iker, so they asked all the Rabbonim. And here we have this major Kerl Kera signed by the Chafetz Chaim, by Rameir Simcha of Dvinsk, by the Rogachover Goin, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Zak, who was the Rav in Riga, okay, uh, and uh, Shloim Zalman Breuer, who was the Rav in Frankfurt at the time. And the old Paskin that the, the language which they write is, Al Pidin Torah according to our Torah, Ein lo leisha shum schus, lo lifchor, velo lihibacher. Not lihibacher, in other words, not to be appointed. In any leadership uh, appoint, uh, position, and also not to choose and not to vote for anyone else who is meant to be in a leadership position. Now, the Lolihibacher sounds wonderful because that's a Mephurishab Sakhalocha, right? Where the Rambam says that the woman cannot have any leadership role. The question is what exactly is defined as a leadership role, and that's already discussed today also. They speak about women being on school boards, right? School boards, etc. So that's really discussed, and it has practical implication. It's not a joke. In other words, not to be a king or a queen or whatever, like all of that kind of thing is understood, or to look after certain things. The Rambam actually defines what it is. But the, when it comes down to nitty-gritty, like these type of practical cases, where there can have be, there's a lot of input can be by the women and with the women, right? So the uh, question is exactly what the definition is, and that's discussed by the contemporaries. Now, uh, uh, that seems to be novel, right? They also have no right to choose, to pick what's going on here. Now, Rameir Simchav Dvinskin is Meshech Chochmah asks on this parish, and he says, look, the women, he says, according to the Ramban, right, that the reason why the, male, the males were killed, Anshishchem were killed, was because of their prior sins, other sins, that had to do with the case of the rape and the abduction of Dina, right, as we concluded originally. That's according to the Ramban, right, Nachmanides. So he says, you know, it's a bit problematic. Why weren't the wives married to these men also not? They should have also been beheaded. Because we find throughout the different halachas, uh, cases of Midian, take a look at the case of Midian, or take the case of Iranidachas, where we find that where the males are, are, are liable, right? So the wives married to those males are also liable. So if there were sins uh, transgressed by the males, we don't know what sins, but there were sins prior to this case, right? We say, therefore, they were killed. Most probably the women were also part of it, or there were many sins which the women, the married women, these men were also part of it. So why don't we find that, we find here that all the women were taken into captivity, none of the women were killed. So the Ramir Simcha says, questionable, according to the Rambam. He says, but according to the Rambam, I understand. What do I understand? Here we go. The, he says, he, now, I, I understand this, this Ramir Simcha as follows. I think, and I would appreciate to explain it that way, and so is on this, I, I realize from his terminology. He brings the halacha, this halacha, which I mentioned to you a moment ago, but he quotes the last section of that halacha. In the last section of that halacha, the Ramam says as follows. The Ramam says that the rule is, the Gemara says in Masech Sanhedrin, that for, for, to, to, to be, for, not, for Ben Noyach to be liable, you don't have to have 
to aid him to testify, to prove that he's transgressed. You don't need, uh, it's sufficient even if you have one aid, one is good enough, right? By Eden you need two, right? Number two, the Rambam says, uh, let me just read it for you. I think uh, that the even to get skill also. Yeah, yeah, okay, the Rambam says, one aid is good enough. One individual comes to testify that this fellow transgressed one of the Zionists of Bnei Noach. Good enough. Okay? He's decapitated. One judge, you don't need three judges, you don't need 23 judges, you don't need 71 judges. One judge, the guy's killed. Right? One judge. Yeah? Ten minutes. Bulei Hasro, it doesn't have to be warned in advance. You know, a lot of, you know, the halach is you have to give Hasro, right? You have to, it's Bagoyim doesn't, Baal Pikroivim, they can even be related. The halach is by Eden, it doesn't apply. Then the Rambam concludes, If a woman comes to give testimony that this fellow transgressed one of the Zionists, nothing doing. A woman cannot be a Dayanit. She can't be a Dayan. And the Aloha is, like the Mephorshim say, by Yidens that way. So definitely by Nayidin, by Bnei Noach is that way. In other words, a woman cannot be a judge. Okay? By Bnei Noach even. By Yidin, definitely, that's Aloha, that a woman is not a judge, right? Just like she can't have any leadership uh, position. So she can't judge. And we know Toysavis raises already the issue, the case of Devorah. says, Devorah ish Neviyah, she's Shofetet. So she judged. Exactly, Toysavis reconciles it in many ways. It's dealt with. Separate issue. Finish. Now, the, the Rameir Simcha quotes this. So, I, if I understood Rameir Simcha correctly, and the reason why I'm pushing to say he means that is because otherwise it seems to be very novel. And I'd rather say that the Rogachover says the more novel thing because it's clearly in the Rogachover's words. But it's not clear in the Rameir Simcha of Dvinsky in the Mechechachov's words. And this is I'm saying as follows. There are two parts here. We're talking about the Anche Shechem. The Rambam mentions that the Anche Shechem were liable. For, and the Rambam mentions two things. Number one, because the definition of Dinim is, and he says, because the definition of Dinim is to establish the judicial system and establish courthouses. Number one. Number two, and to judge them. In other words, the makeup, right, of Dinim, the definition of Dinim is to establish the courthouses, to establish the whole judicial system, and to judge them. Okay. Now, so part and parcel of dinim is to judge them. So we can say as follows, and the Rambam says on the Furish. Shechem, all the males were chayiv misa, says the Rambam. Listen to the language of the Rambam. The Rambam says it in the Furish. The Rambam says, Chare uh, Shechem gozal, Shechem abducted, so he's chayiv misa. Vehem ro, v'yodo, all the Anche Shechem saw and knew, v'loidonuhu, they didn't judge why? Because every male is able to judge. The Rambam says that when one individual testifies that the guy transgresses a mitzvah, right? Avera, right? That individual can also judge him. He can be a dying. Right? So because every one of the, every one of the males in, in, in the city of Shechem, right? Did not judge Shechem. Therefore, each one was liable. But a woman, it says, A woman cannot judge. So if a woman cannot judge, right? She can't be so she can't testify either, right? She can't testify that the fellow has, is, is, is transgressed the, the Avera. She can't judge him. So therefore, why should she be high Misa? So everything makes sense. Why they only, with the, all the women were taken into captivity. Okay? Wonderful. That's the Meshachach. Now, why does this follow very well with me? Why does it sit well with me? I'll tell you why. Because there's a Knesset Sagdoyla who brings this Rambam and he says, look, the Rambam says, that the woman shouldn't, has no right to be a judge, right? Now, he says, but you know, what is 
there's a mitzvah of dinim. We know all women. Is there any difference in the Zion mitzvah between men and women? So let me let you know. The Meir, even though the Maria Sad seems to query, he's not so sure about it. He says, you know, when it comes to the transgressions or to the Averis by Eden, by our mitzvahs, we have to have a special posuk. The special psukim teaching us in the main, the message. How do you know about Bnei Noyach that just like the males are obliged, the women are also obliged? What does it say? So anyway, he proves it and he concludes and he says, yes, it is so. But he seems to allow himself to be flexible about it. He's not so sure. Look in the Maria Sad. It's a, a clear-cut Meiri. The Meiri says there's no question about it. The Meiri says in the Sechah Sanhedrin that just like the males are high in the Zion Mitzvahs, but women too, there's no basis to be mechalic. Definitely, the females are obliged in all the Mitzvahs. Now, so if they're obliged in all the six Mitzvahs, they're obliged in the seventh Mitzvah too, which is Dinan, right? We have five minutes to 9.05, and we'll finish. So they're obliged also Mitzvahs Dinan. Wonderful. Now, if the Ramah says, Veloi todun ishalohem, how are they obliged in the Mitzvahs Dinan? Simple. Because mitzvah's dinim is comprised of two parts. Number one, to establish the courthouses, right? To make sure, compile, get the judges doing their job, and then the judges have to do their job and implement the judgment. Enforce, Enforce it. So they can't be a judge. But the first section of this, def, of, of, of the, of the, of the dinim, which is like the Rambam says in Halacha, in the beginning, chayovim lahoshiv dayonim v'shoiftim, Right, that they're obliged to, to set up the courthouse, and then we judge them. So in, in the judging, they're not obliged. But in setting up the courthouses, they are. Right? So, according to the Meshachach, we can still say women are obliged in dinning. But they're not obliged in judging. But they're obliged in establishing the courthouse. The reason why the Anshish Chemachayev Misa is because they didn't, they sh- each individual male should have judged him. Says the Meshachach, but each individual woman couldn't judge. So therefore they weren't obliged. Therefore they, only, they were allowed to be taken into captivity. Now the, 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 the Knesset Sagdoilo says, ah, the Rambam is very good. I have a lotion of the Rambam. It says, it seems that women surely obliged. Knesset Sagdoilo was much before the Rambam Simcha. And he says, surely women, it is in his, in his comments on this Rambam. He says, women are definitely obliged in Mitzvah's Dinim. He says, but you know, take out a Gimorim, nothing doing. Women seem to be exempt in Mitzvah's Dinim. They're exempt. Because the Gemara first tells us the din that the women don't judge. Asks the Gemara, what are you talking about? It says in the Posik, it says, the reason I love Avram Avin is because he conveys it to his descendants. And it says, is conveying it both to the males and the females, meaning the home, meaning the women, right? Last Mishpat is judgment. Says the Gemara, how can you say that women are not obliged? In judgment, in the judicial system, it says clearly Avram obliges them in the judicial system. So the Gemara concludes, listen, the Gemara says, Bonov Ledin Ubeisai Litztoko. It says, it says, So we thought, Bonov Ubeisai, male and female. So the Tztoko Mishpot, both parts refer to both. Says the Gemara, nothing doing. Bonov, that's the Din part. The din refers to the males. Stoka, charity or compromise, all different definitions of the Mephorshim, that refers to basically to the women. So from this Gemara, it's clear, when the Gemara asked the question, the Gemara was under the impression that they're not obliged in dinim whatsoever. Not just they're not obliged in not judging, they're not obliged in the whole mitzvah of din, setting it up. So the Knesset the, 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 says, how can the Rambam only say, 
Anyway, he concludes, he says the Rambam has a different text of the Gemara, and he wants to say the Rambam is of the opinion that they are obliged in setting it up, but they're just not obliged in judging. Like Rabbi Simcha learns. But, the Rogachover going in his response. He brings the Gemara, and the Gemara says clearly, according to his understanding, that women are not obliged in any part of the judicial system. Not just in not judging, but also, like the Gemara says, they're not obliged at all. They're not obliged even in establishing the, 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 the courthouses. And the maybe he learns this Rambam without reading the words of like Todini Shalahem. He takes the whole gist of the Rambam. Take out the whole Rambam. The Rambam starts off and tells us what the definition of Dinima. And the definition of Dinima is to establish courthouses and to judge. So even though the Rambam concludes and says the reason Anche Shechem or Chayav Misa is because they didn't judge, but it goes in, court, in sequence to what he just finished saying, that it's also to establish the courthouses. But maybe therefore when the Rambam concludes, a woman does not, the Rogachavar understood not, learns based on what the Gemara says and based on this whole context of the halacha, not just are women not obliged to judge, but they're also not obliged to establish judicial systems. So according to the Rambam, there's something very novel, according to the Rokhachov in this Rambam, that they're chayiv in six mitzvahs and they're not chayiv in the seventh. They're not chayiv in mitzvahs dinim. Based on this Gemara, where the Gemara says, Bon of Lidin, Beisoy Lidzdoka. Not like the Knesset Zagdoyla, not the way I would like to learn in the Meshachachma. Now, Bemela, therefore, the Rogachever brings this Rambam. He says, That's why, he says clearly, that's why the women were taken into captivity and they weren't killed. Because the Ancheshchem were obliged in the Mitzvah's Dinim, because they had to establish. But he says the Rogachever, But you see in this Rambam that Noshim, the Loshan of the Rogachever. They're not shaykh in the mitzvah's dinim whatsoever. They have no part in the whole concept of mitzvah's dinim. Not just in not judging, but also not in establishing it. That seems to be a very explicit, straightforward Gemara, Mzatna Sanhedrin, and that's the way we will learn this Rambam. But mainly he concludes, he goes on to say, he can, based on this Rambam, he says, he says, even by Bnei Noyach, we see this, even by Bnei Noyach, it's gone by Bnei Noyach. Also by Bnei Noach, and we're finishing. So, and the mayor of the Rambam, so, so he concludes. So why did they become captive then? No, they were allowed to be left alive. alone. They were, no, they were allowed to be left alone, alive, that's all. But based on this, on all these, and the Rambam goes on, to, the Rambam goes on to bring other Gemaras. Basically, he concludes that therefore they shouldn't be judging. And not just they shouldn't be judging, they shouldn't either be, be appointing judges. You get what's going on here. Because according to the way we're learning now the halacha, not just are they exempt. From what? From judging, they're also exempt from appointing. So from there, the, the Rogachavar passes that not just loyally he bacher, they shouldn't be chosen as judges, they shouldn't either choose judges based on this uh, shot of uh, the women, of, the case of Shechem. Let me just finish. Uh, the fact is interesting, this Rav, the Chaim Olam Nata, and I'm finishing, we're finished, he claims true, they're not obliged. But we never said they're not allowed. So he tainis. Number one, he says, if the women are voting, right? It doesn't say they're prohibited. So maybe they're still allowed, even according to this Rogachover. He brings the Rogachover with the Ram. He says, maybe they would be allowed. It doesn't say they're not allowed. That's what he claims. He just wants to say, he doesn't argue, he's just raising points. He says, I'm not going to argue with Rogachover because Rogachover is his psak, is his rebbe. Another point he raises is an interesting thing. He says, you know, this that they were seeming to, in that case, he was dealing with, they're voting for, they're appointing individuals. Not just to have play, have a play a role as a ju- as judges, to do communal work. In other words, we need communal people to do look after the community. So they're establishing. So they're voting for who's suitable. So he says, look, the Gemara says beisalitzdaka. So it seems, but women are still in the context of zdaka, of giving charity, of doing compromise, not judging. So if the, the, the board, if, if the people we're voting for, right, 
are not judging, right? It's not halacha. It's not a judgment. It's basically to do communal work and can be beneficial for people and that will fall into the category of charity or tzedakah. There we say, so you say, maybe in such a case a woman would be allowed to vote and we have to therefore query and analyze exactly what we're voting for. With this we end. That's what he raises. But nevertheless, the Rogan Shavar concludes, definitely not. And he signs off together with the other day of the Israel that we shouldn't be chosen and we shouldn't either choose. Good night. I would love to. Tonight we still celebrate. So, no talking tomorrow again. Yes. So, and we will meet again in Mir Hashem uh, Wednesday. What, what? No, two days Rosh Hashanah. It's alright. So, so yes. what? Because Alter Rebbe was freed to pass towards the evening. Right. So what? And then he sat in the house of the Misnaged, and Alter Rebbe says the Misnaged he fell in there. And the Misnaged did worse to him than what the Russians did to him. So, so, what, so there was another day of celebration. What, so what about his question about why they took him captive then? Why did, why did they take They were him? allowed to. It was the booty. They, oh. they, they, like they took the kids captive. The shot is why we didn't kill them. That was our shot. You can take them captive. no problem. You can let them live. The word is you can let them live. That's the word. That was our shot. How can you let them live? So we can let them live because they didn't transgress.